0: And I thought, well, I could do this on my own. And it was probably a bit of a crazy thing to do at that time. So I'll just give it a crack, you know, and if it doesn't work, I've got my degrees and all that study and effort, I can go back and do something else. And it was really wanting to do something where I could employ people that I wanted to employ, but also then help shape opportunities for people in regional areas and stop the need for companies having to fly consultants up into central Queensland and north Queensland and the like. We're sitting there on the log, Trevor and I, and we're sitting around waiting, waiting, waiting. And I said to Trevor, this is really frustrating. They should have engaged someone here locally. We could have done this. Trevor said to me, how do you think we feel? And that was a light bulb moment for both of us because I'm thinking, yeah, mate, you you guys have been around here for 60,000 years. Why aren't
1: your people doing the sampling? Why aren't your people looking after the country? How often have you heard it? you've got to leave regional Australia to grow your career. But what if staying in the regions meant making more opportunities for you and for your community? Making it work can mean shaking up expectations and there's a lot of hijack it too. I'm Mary Bolling and this is CQ University's How to Change Your Life. And today we're hearing from a central Queensland scientist, businesswoman and founder whose passion for where she lives has helped her achieve huge things in small communities and big ones. In the spirit of reconciliation, CQ University recognises this episode was recorded and produced on the traditional lands of the Durumble people in Rockhampton and the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation in Melbourne we pay respects to Elders past and present and their life-changing connection to country and culture.
0: So my name is Patrice Brown. I'm the founder and um, company director for CQG Consulting, which is an environmental planning consultancy business. We have five offices in Queensland, so Rockhampton's our head office. We've got a wonderful team of people with scientists and um, GIS professionals and planners and engineers and our admin team. And we've all got the core of, you know, where we're living, that we absolutely love where we live. We love the way that um, we have a very simple life, that we can get to work quickly, that we've got good quality water that we can drink from the tap, that we can we can go fishing, we can go camping. But we also see the challenges that are happening. We see the weeds, we see the feral animals, uh, some developments that could be done better. Um, so we approach it in such a way that we... Personally, I do. I'm sure a lot of my staff do as well, as if it was our own patch of dirt and how would we look after that country. Now, a very important thing for us is is working closely with traditional owners. The first Nations people in Australia who looked after this country for 60,000 years did a fantastic job. You can hardly see the footprint of what they did. And, um, you know, since Europe, Europeans turned up on this country, it's changed. The landscape's changed a lot.
1: Patrice is proud to be born in Rockhampton on Durrumbul country, and she grows up on a cattle station in central Queensland on Baratabana country. And it's the natural environment and how humans interact with it that first inspires her passion for science.
0: It begins with curiosity um, as a child, I think, and influences others have and influences of, um, you know, the bigger question about how things work and how things come together. I grew up on the land. I was very fortunate, central Queensland, to grow up on the land. So I had a lot of curiosity about land and water and um, and animals and also, um, strangely enough, as a child, I remember seeing this big pipeline that used to bring water into into Rockhampton, I think from north of Rockhampton, and and that used to have amazed me that water could be pumped that far, which in hindsight wasn't a long way, but I think it's that tweak of curiosity
1: that gets gets us going, wanting to learn more. She finishes school at 17 and then learning more for Patrice begins with Australian sugar as she completes her Cert 4 in sugar chemistry in Mackay as part of her full-time job. By her mid-20s, she's the first woman in the Australian sugar industry to be appointed a shift supervisor. And in her spare time, she's tackling a Bachelor of Industrial Chemistry with CQ University. Patrice is doing the degree through correspondence. This is the late 80s, before online study was even an option. But when she does get onto campus, it's the practical experience built into her degree that inspires the next step of her career.
0: My experience at SEEK University was really, really valuable and I draw a lot of my, um, I guess, my personal achievements and hopefully the influence I might have on on others that I mentor and employ Um Sick university with my studies in those days was we would come along to attend block sessions in rockhampton the great thing that we did or the university did at that time and i say we because i always associated myself as part of the, the Sick university family um is having students go out on uh, on industrial sites so we visited you know the nrg power station different um you know qal um i think the chetham salt fields and Seeing the industry and the opportunities in our backyard in central Queensland was a real eye-opener for me. It it really gave an appreciation of what else is out there and, and the absolute need for more scientists and engineers.
1: So moving into management roles in the environment sector, Patrice is now juggling work alongside life as a mum to three young children and study for her Masters of Civil Engineering at UNSW. And yep, I know what you're thinking. Well, if she can do all that, she can probably do anything. And her anything comes along when, after 24 years across the sugar, timber and construction sectors, Patrice decides it's time for a change.
0: I was offered a a position down in Gladstone as the Aldoga Aluminium um, Environmental Manager, which I did for, I think it was about 12 months before the company changed its structure and it was sold. And also, there was all sorts of changes and um, it was during that time that I had a lot of inquiries from my clients from the other companies I work with um, and my first um, request came from Stammel Corporation um, you know a very important part of our local economy in Queensland um, who requested I do some consulting work so that trick and I thought well I could do this on my own why don't I do this and and it was really wanting to do something where I could employ people that I wanted to employ, that I could work with companies I wanted to work with, um, but also then help shape um, opportunities for people in regional areas um, to be involved in these projects and stop the need for, for companies having to fly consultants up into central Queensland and north Queensland and the likes. Would I make the
1: same decision again? Probably yes, but there's, you know it, it's, it's not an easy road. So Patrice steps onto that not so easy road in 2003. And now in 2003, the Australian Bureau of Statistics figures show less than 9,000 women working in the resources sector right across Australia. That's just one in 10 of all mining industry workers. Slightly better news, in 2022, the number is up to 45,000 women. So closer to two in 10 workers. Luckily, Patrice's career to date has given her plenty of experience standing up in a crowd of men and standing her ground. I'm the young woman
0: pulling my jeans on to go to an interview where I was told to wear a short skirt. I'm a woman with a hard hat working long hours, weekends, in tough conditions to prove that a woman can do
1: a man's job. That's Patrice in 2016 on a stage in Brisbane just after she's announced as the Queensland Entrepreneur Winner in the Telstra Business Women's Awards. She's receiving the award 13 years after she ditches her job in big industry and founds CQG Consulting. In 2017, she also picks up the Owner Entrepreneur Award with the Institute of Managers and Leaders Queensland. And in 2021, the Economic Development Australia's National Community Champion Award. As she says on stage, the trailblazing business is about proving herself, but also about proving the skills and capacity of her fellow Central Queenslanders.
0: If you're working in a regional area, and it doesn't matter if you you know you're a hairdresser, you're building a shed, you're a consultant, you're an accountant, whatever it is, if you do a dodgy job, if you rip someone off, or if you're not providing the services you said you provide, or you're slow in the response, word will get around pretty quickly and you won't be in business. And people in regional areas, they don't, and I say this to my staff as well, people don't just remember that for one week or one month. They remember for two generations. So there's been a lot of projects we're very proud of. Some of our our, our big ones, we go in and help councils after cyclones. And that sort of came about by our team seeing, again, contractors coming up from down south and charging councils an absolute fortune to Um, collect the waste and collect the data and those things after natural disasters so we've um, we pulled a team together where we had talked to councillors that if we approached and worked with your local contractors that already collect the collect the rubbish or the backhoe drivers and the bin suppliers and things if we work with those and coordinate it can we let's have a crack at doing this locally so we now have a team that's called upon um, in CQG Consulting that will go out. Uh, we've helped Rockhampton Regional Council after Cyclone Marcia, after Cyclone Debbie, um, Townsville after the flood a couple of years ago, um, Mackay Regional Council after the cyclone, and more recently in Brisbane. So we were called up by CleanAway to provide people to help coordinate the waste collection. We're proud of that work. Um, Great Keppel Island, now controversial one for our region, and it's hard, when you you know, when you're working on a project in an environment that you desperately want to protect and look after yourself, uh, which is important for any environmental consultant to go into a job after the, that project was initially rejected by Minister Garrett at the time, and we worked with a proponent at the time to redesign, help redesign it to reduce the the proposed development and mitigate the measures and that, so... That was approved by three levels of government and and in a time that was, um, you know, a lot of focus on that, uh, again, on, the, on what was happening in Australia with the Great Barrier Reef and the protection of that one. Um, and we would love to be able to see a sustainable development on that island.
1: Over the next two decades, CQG grows as industry and development across regional Queensland have to meet new standards for green and sustainable practice. But Patrice isn't content just to seize local opportunities. She's determined to grow them. And growing opportunity means tapping into her values, acknowledging the barriers she's seeing in her community, and again, pushing back against the status quo.
0: It really came about um, going back 20-something years ago when one of the elders um, and the the general manager for Drumble Enterprises, Trevor Hatfield, and I, uh, we're working on a project out at Stamwell Corporation. It was the first one, if you remember, that, that approached me to start my business. And Trevor and his team were doing cultural surveys and we were doing environmental surveys. And we were held up on our job because Stammel had en- engaged a consultant, I forget where it's from Brisbane or Melbourne or Sydney or whatever it was, and they got lost coming out to the site from Rocky to Stanwell. You know what I mean? We're sitting there on the log, Trevor and I, and we're sitting around waiting, waiting, waiting. And I said to Trevor, this is really frustrating, that they should have engaged someone here locally. Yeah, you know, we could have done this. Trevor said to me, "How do you think we feel?" And that was a light bulb moment for both of us because I'm thinking, "Yeah, mate, you know, you guys have been around here for sixty thousand years. Why aren't your people doing the sampling? Why aren't your people looking after the country?" And we had a yarn then and said, "Well, let's look at an opportunity in the future where we can come together and we can have locals, both First Nation people and and you know fellows working together, um, doing the science." Looking after the country. Um, so we started Turnabout in 2019, and that was really triggered by the Indigenous land use agreement that the Drumble people uh, signed with the Department of Defence. But that then gave an opportunity for Drumble businesses to do work up at Shellwater Bay training area. But the way we set up the business is not, um, it's set up. So the intent is that after 10 years, and we've been in business three and a half years now, but after 10 years, uh, Drumble will have first, first rights to buy if they want to buy us out. Um, but it's going great guns. We have um, three permanent staff and I think another another five or six casuals and uh, um really made a name for itself. It's been a great team, weed spraying, fencing, um, installing signs, um, fauna spotter catching work. So we're proud of Toonabar.
1: As CQG approaches its 20th anniversary in April this year, Patrice isn't slowing down. CQG and Tuna continue to work with young people as they embark on careers in the environment sector. And Patrice has good advice for starting out and diving in.
0: It's following your dreams and chasing your dreams, but knowing there is hard work along the way. We can't all be CEOs on week two. So manage your expectations and know that you have to put the hard yards in. I guess that doesn't matter where you are in the world. But have a good look at opportunities in central Queensland region and don't underestimate the value of having that CQ University brand on your qualifications because it is sought after. If I and myself and many other business owners, when we see those applications come through, we know that CQ University students come out with a really good attitude and a grounded foundation and the things they've been exposed to. Um, And I think just, just wear that badge with pride. Go for it, follow your dreams, learn as much as you can, um, make sure that you, um, you know, your university degree, some people say you never get to use it again. Well, it's more than just the degree, it's it's your contacts, it's networks, it's knowing how to research, it's knowing how to find information. Um, but, yeah, just um, fantastic, great achievement if, you know, graduated. Uh, don't let that be the end of your education, though. It's so many things to learn out there, and every day you'll make mistakes, and every day you should be learning something new.
1: Patrice Brown there, and a great reminder to never stop learning. Patrice is the founder and company director of CQG Consulting and a co-founder of Tuniba, a central Queensland Indigenous business that provides employment, training and business development opportunities for Durumble people and for everything she's achieved for regional business and sustainable development, Patrice is CQ University's 2023 alumnus of the year for industry excellence. CQ University's practical and flexible courses can grow your science, environment, and sustainability knowledge and experience, no matter where you are in your career. Head to cqueduau science to learn more. You've been listening to How to Change a Life by CQ University Podcasts. If How to Change a Life has got you thinking about where you're headed, we'd love to hear. Follow CQ University across social media where you can see highlights from all our episodes and subscribe to How to Change a Life wherever you get your podcasts. Next episode How a series of career U turns and dropping out of uni lands one innovative central Queenslander on Australia's rich list. I'm dealing with investors, I'm dealing with auditors, I'm dealing with bankers, capital raises in the, probably close to half a billion uh, over the the last 10, 15 years easy. And the the financial knowledge that I have was exactly what I learned at at CQU. Till then, stay safe and have a life-changing day.